Hey folks, welcome to this week's edition of the Saturday Audio Podcast. Not a whole lot going on this week. It was mostly a uh, a free-for-all Saturday. Um, I did talk about Trump's uh, speech regarding the wall and uh, fixing our immigration system or what he thinks should be fixing our immigration system. Uh, and I talked a little bit about this government shutdown. Um, and then I took some live phone calls. This is the first podcast in several years where I took, uh, live phone calls on air. And, uh, the results were, uh, pretty funny, actually. I admittedly got a lot of troll callers. Uh, people were just calling into the show to troll me. But, uh, I think it was pretty good. I'll... Uh, said and done. So in a way, folks, I hope you enjoy uh, this week's edition of the uh, Saturday show. If you would like to uh, contribute, you can support me by going to paypal.me forward slash Whitfield pod. That's one way you can contribute to the show. And then, of course, we also have anchor listener support, as always. Uh, which you can find the link to that in your show notes as well. Folks, thanks for listening to the podcast and enjoy the show as always. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. Report, uh, Finally broadcasting live to the public from uh, South Florida. I am so uh, glad to have you guys here tonight, um, as always, for the show. Uh, contact info for the show, as always, you can reach me via social media. Follow me on Twitter at SamDeeBurnDC. Uh, follow me on Gap at Sam Whitfield. Instagram at SamDeeBurnDC. TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have a... Uh, well, I finally have my call-in line set up. I tested this last week um, privately. And it seemed to work out pretty well. So anyway, that phone number if you'd like to call in. And let's be honest, most of you are probably just going to call in to uh, prank me. And, you know, I'm sure Legal Latino Heat will call in here at some point. But that phone number, uh, for those of you interested in calling, is uh, 941-564-5805. You can also uh, super chat me via PayPal at paypal.com forward slash Whitfield Report Pod or uh, Whitfield Pod, and uh, I'll post that URL here in a bit. But uh, anyway, folks, tonight's show is mainly a uh, a free for all, as it were. I'm doing an open line Saturday show, mainly because I have to admit I. Didn't do much uh, show prep, but that's just the way things are. I do have uh, some breaking news of uh, Trump 
he just recently uh, made a speech about immigration and the cancellation of Nancy Pelosi's flight. He, uh, obviously, he sent that letter out on Thursday, which was my birthday, so it was a hilarious uh, birthday present, and I'm I'm really I'm really glad he did it. As people have said, he may be a one-term president. And let's be honest, the media is going to uh, try and thrash him even more than they did uh, in 2016. And who knows, he may, he may come out and win a second time around. I'm not going to discount that possibility of him winning a second term. That would be absolutely uh, terrific if he could do that just to piss off the left and the neocons um, and the never-Trumpers, which, let's be honest, are those folks even around anymore? I don't know, but I do know that there are... Uh, I do know that between the never-Trumpers and Antifa and just the... Uh, the establishment in general, the fact that they're all in a tizzy over first Trump firing Mattis and uh, now Trump canceling Nancy Pelosi's trip is absolutely, it's, it's hilarious to me how much they're, uh, how much of a, in a tizzy they are over this. It's hilarious. So without further ado, I'm going to play, uh, Trump's speech from earlier today on immigration at the border law, at the border, and uh, he makes the case once again for why we need a need a border wall. And uh, I know the guys over at RTC said this early in the week, but I completely agree. Trump should keep the government shut down until we uh, get the damn wall. That's all there is to it. So, uh, this is Trump's, uh, speech on immigration today, part number, uh, three to this, uh, whole immigration thing. It's kind of like he's doing a trilogy of speeches, almost. Roll the tape. Just a short time ago, I had the honor of presiding over the swearing-in of five new great American citizens. It was a beautiful ceremony and a moving reminder of our nation's proud history of welcoming legal immigrants from all over the world into our national family. I told them that the beauty and majesty of citizenship is that it draws no distinctions of race or class or faith or gender or background. All Americans, whether first generation or tenth generation, are bound together in love and loyalty, friendship and affection. We are all equal. We are one team and one people proudly saluting one great American flag. We believe in a safe and lawful system of immigration, one that upholds our laws, our traditions, and our most cherished values. Unfortunately, our immigration system has been badly broken for a very long time. Over the decades, many presidents and many lawmakers have come and gone, and no real progress has been made on immigration. We are now living with the consequences, and they are tragic, brought about by decades of political stalemate, partisan gridlock, and national neglect. There is a humanitarian and security crisis on our southern border that requires urgent action. Thousands of children are being exploited by ruthless coyotes and vicious cartels and gangs. One in three women is sexually assaulted on the dangerous journey north. In fact, many loving mothers give their young daughters birth control pills for the long journey up to the United States. 
Now, real quick, I love what he's uh, doing right here, right now, bringing up, the, bringing up the children. I love that he's doing that, actually, because this is exactly what the... Uh, what the left does all the time. Oh, the children, we have to, we have to open up the borders to let the women and children come in. Well, now he's, uh, you know, you guys wanted to play that game. Now he's bringing up women and children and using it as a reason for why we should have the border. Well, and by the way, everything he's saying about the drug cartels using uh, women and children to traffic and drugs is all true. We've known it for years. But, um, for whatever reason, the left only cares about women and children when it's, uh, when it's convenient for them. <laughs> so, and, uh, yes, real quick, I, I, I will address the, I will address the ba the bathrobe that you guys see in the, uh, in the corner up there. I've just had that hanging up there for years since I've moved here, uh, to, to Florida. I, I do need to, I do need to move that, um, I, I don't know, that's, I guess, I guess that's my Big Lebowski equivalent, equivalent, equivalent robe that you're saying. Yeah, I can't speak, uh, tonight. And I'm not even, uh, I'm not even drunk yet, so, oh boy. But, uh, yeah, the fact that Trump is, uh, bringing up the will, the women and children thing, which is the which is the uh, love's favorite talking point, that must really piss Nancy Pelosi off. That he's using her own talking point against her now. It's beautiful. States, because they know they may be raped or sexually accosted or assaulted. Nearly 50 migrants a day are being referred for urgent medical care. Vast quantities of lethal narcotics are flooding through our border and into our communities, including meth, cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl. Drugs kill 78,000 Americans a year and cost our society in excess of $700 billion. Heroin alone kills 300 Americans a week 90% of which comes across our southern border. We can stop heroin. Illegal immigration reduces wages and strains public services. The lack of border control provides a gateway, a, a very wide and open gateway, for criminals and gang members to enter the United States, including the criminal aliens, who murdered a brave California police officer only a day after Christmas. I've gotten to know and love angel moms, dads and family, who lost loved ones to people illegally in our country. I want this to end. It's got to end now. These are not talking points. These are the heartbreaking realities that are hurting innocent, precious human beings every single day on both sides of the border. As a candidate for president, I promise I would fix this crisis, and I intend to keep that promise one way or the other. Our immigration system should be the subject of pride, not a source of shame, as it is all over the world. Our Again, everything he's saying here is 100% cracks about the uh, the border wall here. Why is it that immigration wasn't an issue on the table until he became a candidate for uh, president? Why is that? It's because it was the elephant in the room that no one wanted to talk about. And most likely it was also because uh, the special interests politicians were uh, benefiting from uh, all these drugs, 
coming over the board. I mean, the the DEA really was uh it really the DEA kicked into high gear once uh this whole drug war started. That's another uh topic for another stream. Man, man oh man, was I red pilled a few years ago on just how bad the uh the drug war is, so yeah. Uh let's see. Uh uh Johnny, no, no, I'm not, I'm not taking my pants at off, at off, so, uh, let's see. But yeah, the, uh, the phone line is, is open, guys, so I'm just, I'm analyzing Trump's speech. I'm also going to be talking about the, uh, Red Moon, uh, eclipse later tonight, because that's hilarious. The Doomsdayers are out in full swing again. It's the Red Moon! An apocalypse is upon us! No, guys. But, uh, yeah, if anyone wants to call in and bust my chops, or... Because that's what you guys do, I know. Feel free to, uh, call. The number is, uh, 941-564-5805. 941-564-5805. Again, that number is 941-564-5805. I won't buy the, the entirety of this speech, although it is entertaining to see, uh more people getting upset over what I think is a pretty, you know, they say Trump is a heartless bastard, but Trump is, uh, Trump is placating to the left's emotions now, and isn't that what we wanted, a more emotional, more, uh, you know, understanding President Trump? That's what they were saying, oh, you know, Trump has no heart. Well, he's showing he has heart now, but you guys aren't listening. Also, if Joe Matarese does want to call in, I'm all for that. If Owen Benjamin wants to call to call in, I'm all I'm all for that as well. ...system should be the envy of the world, not a symbol of disunity and dysfunction. The good news is these problems can all be solved, but only if we have the political courage to do what is just and what is right. Both sides in Washington must simply come together, listen to each other, put down their armor, build trust, reach across the aisle, and find solutions. It is time to reclaim our future from the extreme voices who fear compromise and demand open borders, which means drugs pouring in, human trafficking, and a lot of crime. That is why I am here today to break the logjam and provide Congress with a path forward to end the government shutdown and solve the crisis on the southern border. If we are successful in this effort, we will then have the best chance in a very long time at real bipartisan immigration reform. And it won't stop here. It will keep going until we do it all. The proposal I will outline today is based on, first and foremost, on input from our border agents and Homeland Security professionals, and professionals they are. They know what they're doing. It is a compassionate response to the ongoing tragedy on our southern border. In recent weeks, we have met with large numbers of Democrat lawmakers to hear their ideas and suggestions. By incorporating the priorities of rank-and-file Democrats in our plan, we hope they will offer their enthusiastic support, and I think many will. This is a common-sense compromise both parties should embrace. The radical left can never control our borders. I will never let it happen. Walls are not immoral. In fact, they are the opposite. Speaking of walls, I know that some uh, 
people in my audience are iffy on Laura Loomer, but I have to give Laura Loomer credit where credit is due. The fact that she uh, let a whole bunch of illegal immigrants onto Nancy Pelosi's property was a genius move. It, it forced it forced Nancy Pelosi to uh, really, you know, own up to her own, you know, pro-illegal illegal immigration uh, nonsense. So, I thought that was, I thought that was hilarious. But, uh, anyway. Yeah, also, uh, my uh, PayPal address is in the window now, so if you feel like super chatting me, uh, air quotes, that's the way to do it, and, uh, thanks for the likes and for the views, and for subscribing to the show, as always. So, uh, let me wrap this, uh, up here, and, uh, we'll get, I'll do my post-analysis of this clip, kind of a play-by-play, and what I think should happen with the wall going forward of immoral because they will save many lives and stop drugs from pouring into our country. Our plan includes the following. $800 million in urgent humanitarian assistance. $805 million for drug detection technology to help secure our ports of entry. An additional 2000 750 border agents and law enforcement professionals. 75 new immigration judge teams to reduce the court backlog of, believe it or not, almost 900,000 cases. However, the whole concept of having lengthy trials for anyone who sets one foot in our country unlawfully must be changed by Congress. It is unsustainable. It is ridiculous. Few places in the world would even consider such an impossible nightmare. Our plan includes critical measures to protect migrant children from exploitation and abuse. This includes a new system to allow Central American minors to apply for asylum in their home countries and reform to promote family reunification for unaccompanied children, thousands of whom wind up on our border doorstep. To physically secure our border, the plan includes $5.7 billion for a strategic deployment of physical barriers or a wall. This is not a 2,000-mile concrete structure from sea to sea. These are steel barriers in high-priority locations. Much of the border is already protected by natural barriers such as mountains and water. We already have many miles of barrier, including 115 miles that we are currently building or under contract. It will be done quickly. Wall walls are not... Ah, uh, crap, I scrolled... Uh... I scrolled back there, but, uh, for those of you who just saw what Trump was saying about the, uh, about the wall here, that's a great, uh, screenshot of Trump's face. It's a totally great meme. But, uh, I'm glad that Trump, Trump is clarifying what the border wall structure actually is because all these idiots, and some of them admittedly are on the right too, they uh, seem to think that this border wall structure is going to be uh, entirely, is going to be like a great big super dome or a great big wall around the entire country. Which, uh, you know, I to be honest, I wouldn't even mind that. Like, I even think Florida needs... A bo- like a like a moat or something. I I don't I don't know quite how how we would do how we would do that. But I mean, Florida is just 
exposed. I mean, we have Cubans coming over. We've had we've had Cubans coming over for decades now, long before I was here. What do I know? I'm I'm a Colorado boy, so. But yeah, the fact that Trump is saying that uh, this isn't a full-on war on the country is a uh, it destroys it destroys the narrative that Trump wants to lock down the entire country. I've also heard the narrative that Trump wants that he's not building the wall to keep. Uh, illegal without. He's building the walls to keep us in. That's what all my lefty uh, peers in college have been saying for a while. And uh, all I can say is, even if we were going to be walled in, as long as he's POTUS, I don't mind. So, Alright, at this point, um, I think that's enough of uh, Trump's speech. If you guys want to uh, watch the rest, I will have a link to this video in the show notes after the show is over. By the way, a uh, big shout out to uh, Mersh over at Nightwave Radio. I'm told that we have more info on our uh, on one of our mutual friends. Um later tonight, but, um, so be sure to check out his show at 10 p.m., so, or 10.05, I think, is more the right start time, right? Uh, anyway, let's, uh, enough of Trump. Okay. By the way, uh, call in line, again, 941-564- 5805 if you want to call in, or you can PayPal me, paypal.me forward slash Whitfield Report. I'm reading these off to ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, you guys reading, you guys uh, watching the stream can see this, but we also have an audio podcast. So if you're ever uh, unavailable to watch this program, you can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcasts on. And that's also how I uh, make my money, too. No, no, Canada, that, 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 that wasn't a, that wasn't a job, a jab at Mersh, either. Nino, so here's the general rule in broadcasting, I've found. You tell people that you start at 8 or 9 or whatever, and then you start at, like, 9.05. Or 805. That, that's the way I've always done my show. So, you know, it gives people a way to show up and actually fill a room, so to speak. But, uh, anyway, so, speaking of, uh, the internet and whatnot and all men of stupid, uh, people out there, not that any of you are dumb, but the entire, but the rest of the internet is, let's be honest. I guess there's a, uh, a super blood moon, uh, forming later tonight. Maybe it's already formed, I don't know. Uh, let's see. But, uh, these blood moon things always, uh, fascinate me. So... So, yeah, from space.com, Super Blood Wolf Moon webcast, how to watch the 2019 lunar, total lunar eclipse online. Oh boy, I, I don't think, I don't think Owen Benji is going to like this very much. Not only, not only did we not go to the moon, but now the moon is angry at Owen, it's turning, it's turning bright red. Oh boy. This is not going to be good. <clears throat> the total lunar eclipse of January 2019 promises to be a spectacle to behold and may be visible to millions across North and South America, weather permitting. But if Mother Nature pre prevents you from seeing the moon, the moon larval, fear not. Why am I reading this in a vaudeville accent? Meh. Works. 
I'll continue. You can always tune in to the Blood Moon on your favorite digital devices and some free webcasts. 20th, beginning just minutes after 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, good. So, you know, we, we, we could actually watch one, one of these things. Who knows? I'm, I might stay on here for, uh... I might actually stay on here. You, usually I would close out so that the audience can go to merge, but I might, I might actually try and find one of these things, if any of you are, are curious. So, on the, but, uh, okay. On the night of January 20th, beginning just minutes after 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, the moon, the moon will noticeably progressively get darker. The sun, the earth, and the moon will converge in an instance of wizardry. No. No, that's not what it says. The, the moon will converge in an instance of perfect cosmic alignment to create a total lunar eclipse, also known as wizardry, once again. The online observatory SLU, SLA, whatever, will host a free webcast on SLU, whatever. Sounds like a word a retarded person made up. You can sign up for a free account. We'll simulcast the feed on spaces.com's homepage. Course of Spooth. I'm. If you guys are willing to stick around, I'll live stream this thing. But what what would even be better is if Owen Bent is if I what if I what if I sent a link? Oh no, I I I can't because. All my channels are, are blocked. Never mind. I was gonna send uh, Owen, I was gonna send my buddy Owen Benjamin uh, a live feed of me watching the 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 Blood Moon, but uh, unfortunately I can't do that. So yeah, be on the lookout for that 10:30 p.m. So just in about an hour from now, um, we will be. Um, watching the moon turn red and uh it'll be the end of the world as we know it not really <sighs> so what else is in the news band on the moon by the way i'm still uh i'm still taking calls not if any of you are interested uh, 941-564-5805. Haven't gotten a call yet. Um, let's see. Now, now in the news, I do want to read for you the actual, uh, text of Donald Trump's letter to Speaker Pelosi. Because this is, this is, as James Woods put it, Master of the Universe level trolling. So... And, uh, like I said, this came out on my birthday, so, uh, this was, this was a great birthday present, if I do say so myself. Okay, here, here's the transcript of the, uh, letter from, from President Trump to Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. So, this is regarding immigration, this was issued on my birthday, January 17th. 2019. Dear Madam Speaker, due to the shutdown, I am sorry to inform you that your trip to Brussels, Egypt, and Afghanistan has been postponed. We will reschedule this seven-day excursion when the shutdown is over. In light of the 8,000, in light of the 800,000 great American workers not receiving pay, I am sure you would agree that postponing this public relations event is totally appropriate. Believe me. I also feel that during this period, it would be better if you were in Washington negotiating with me and joining the strong border security movement to end the shutdown. Obviously, if you would like to make your, your journey by flying commercial, that would certainly be your prerogative. 
she also has more than enough money, folks, to, to do that, by the way. But, of course, she won't because she's on the latest. I look forward to seeing you soon, and even more forward to watching our open and dangerous southern border finally receive the attention, funding, and security it so desperately deserves. Sincerely, Donald J. Trump. Ooh, download the president's letter. Oh, I'll do that. I'll do that later. None of you guys want to. None of you guys want to watch me actually watching a download. Believe me, that's uh, boring. A storm of wrenches. Someone call this guy. Go out, buddy. Uh, oh, okay. Is it tonight or the twentieth? Uh, let me let me check. I might have misread that, but let me see. Oh, it's uh, it's tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. So, forgive my uh, mess up. A, a storm of wrenches got it uh, right. It's January twentieth. I. I must, I must have done the thing where my brain filled in today's day. So, but I will still live stream the uh, the the solar eclipse event because why not? Okay, we have our first caller too. So uh, let me switch. Let me uh, switch back. Okay. Oh damn it! I uh, I missed it. So whoever wanted to call in, uh, please dial again. I I was I was slow on the uh, uptake, but uh, in the meantime, let me uh, see who all is in here. A storm of wrenches. Okay, somehow uh, somehow a storm of wrenches is not moderated. Van Allen's belt is not moderated either. We're fixing that, so welcome to the uh, mod squad. Okay. Hello, call. Hello, call. You're you're on air. Uh, yes, I, I am. Uh, um, I actually think that the, uh, likelihood of us getting the wall with, with Trump is actually fairly good, actually. Do you think um, it would be a good compromise if he um, traded something like amnesty for the wall? Well, we tried that because under. I heard, we tried that I heard under Reagan. Going, yeah. And uh, Reagan wasn't a real conservative. He was like, um, he was a a Trump. I mean, not a. He was like a free market guy more than an actual conservative. So, I mean, what, what do, so what do you think we should do for uh, getting the wall? I mean, personally, I think Trump should, um, I think he should, well, first of all, not just work on repealing the 1965 Immigration Act. I think that would be a good place to start before even worrying about the wall. I, I... I think um, I'm not too familiar with the 1965 Immigration Act as much as I'm familiar with the uh, Civil, Civil Rights Act. I think uh, definitely building the structure is something that needs to happen, and, and I'm glad it's finally happening. So. Mm -hmm. So, and what do you think of, like, over these past couple of years, there's been a lot of 
um, changes in our society. So, what do you think of that? Like all of this transgender stuff. Like, oh, we do live in a society. Oh yeah, in terms of that whole um, transgender thing. Look, as long as they're like two consenting adults, I don't mind what you what you do. I'm fairly libertarian in that sense. If you want to be gay, you can be gay. If you want to be straight, you know, whatever. As long as it's with two consenting adults, I don't really care. Like, morally, I don't really, I don't, I don't approve of it, but it's uh, their decision. But as far as this whole thing with uh, the the transgender people wanting to go after kids, that that is sick, I, I think. Um yeah, I would say I'm a bit more extreme than you. Uh, I would like to see a theocracy implemented. Preferably in um, an orthodox one. Hmm. So, are, are, you, are you Catholic by chance? Because the, the, the Catholics don't exactly have the... Uh, the Catholic Church, at least, doesn't have the reputation for uh, more pu- moral purity. Oh, no, I'm not Catholic. I'm not Catholic. I'm I'm Orthodox, and I would like to see a theocracy implemented. I, Catholics, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of weird stuff in the Vatican. Yeah, Vatican. Yeah. Yeah, like that really does say a lot, a lot about our society. Like the the Vatican's been oppressing people for for ages. Yeah, I'm not. I have to say this, I'm not a big fan of uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, not as much as I was, but he did recently Milo. release... He did yeah, recently... Milo. Uh, he's kind of a neocon, I don't really like him too much. Really? Because really because, ne- ne- because Milo Milo does not seem like like a neocon to me. He shills for, he's a shill for the whole foreign wars thing. Big supporter of Israel. Hmm. Didn't uh. Well, I mean, he he's changed he's changed a lot too since when he first came on came on. Yeah, I haven't been following him much. Yeah, I think he's like a show. Oh well, he well he's he's desperate for money now. I know that, and yeah. uh, you know, I he got, got diagnosed with AIDS actually. Is that is that is that official or uh, I mean? Uh, he posted something on his Instagram, and it was blurred out. But he had some kind of, um, some for, some strand of AIDS. Well, if the, if that's the uh, if that's the case, then I think, uh, I mean, Lee Stranahan didn't exactly say AIDS, but he did say a few years ago that he was concerned that Milo would, uh, you know, be unhealthy. So yeah, I mean that's usually what happens with these people. If you could really call them that, mm. you you mean you you mean you mean the gays? Yeah, the homosexuals. Mm. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's certainly a a weird society we're whirling in that that we're propping this this stuff up. Like I said, I I don't. As long as they, you know, keep out of my life, I'm I'm okay with it. But the uh, just the mass praise that is something of it that really does rub me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't really consider myself a libertarian like you. Mm. I would say I'm more of a more of an authoritarian. So. Oh, so you're you're hardcore authoritarian, man. Yeah, well, not hardcore. I'd like to see the markets regulated. Because, like, this this whole stuff about our society, lots of people being oppressed, specifically gamers. Like, this Gamergate stuff, it's gotten really bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so you're one of the Gamergate guys. Yeah, so. I'm a gamer. Hmm. An, author- an authoritarian gamer, so... Mm, that's an that's an interesting combo. So, well, I I used to be a libertarian. I was just like, yeah, you know, leave it up to the market. But now, now that they've gone to the gamers, I'm not really, not really a fan of big business. 
Mm, yeah. I'd like to see um, bankers lined up, hung, and uh, same with women, minorities, and niggers. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's a little too far. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm not that author that authoritarian. I uh, knew that that guy was a troll as well, but uh, anyway. So, gamer authoritarians. That's a new one. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, I knew, uh, I, I knew, I knew this was going to lead, uh, it, uh to, into trolling calls. This is, this is why I need a call screener, too. So, they don't have systems for that anymore. Okay. Now who's calling? This audio would be fun. Call from. Uh, I am. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. To accept, mm. press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Okay, I've sent the caller voicemail. Goodbye. Yeah, that, okay, so, so the guy that called that does, that sounded like the exact same guy. So, let's see. Alright, that, that was, that was fun. Again, this is what, this is why I need a call screener. So. Which I, I used to have back in the, uh, back in the old days. And by the way, my, my call screen at the time was, was gay. But, um, anyway. So, what else is in the news? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, I, I am pretty, I am pretty loose, uh, Van Allen Belt. So, okay, now I've got multiple calls coming in. Take your pants off, let, let it flow. Um, yeah. By the way, I do have voicemail, so if you guys want to leave a voicemail, I could always play calls that way, too. Alright, let's try another one, shall we? Hello? Who's this? Ah, they hung up. Yeah, now they're, now they're hanging up. So... That's, uh, to be expected. But, by the way, I might as well put this out there. I, I, uh, for those who don't know me very well, who are new to, who are new to the program, I did make my bones by interviewing, uh, Ben Shapiro back in 2012. So, let's see. Answer the phone. Well, no one's calling in yet. Johnny. Maybe it's on a delay though. Uh, let's see, both of you. See, th this is the fun of live stream, the, uh, the randomness of it all. So, yeah. Gamers are, are fucking oppressed. Let's see. Dude, you... Okay, well, call back in. Alright, we're back. Call from. My name is John, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about the. To accept, press 1 to send a voicemail. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on air. Oh, good, good. <laughs> it seems I'm kind of delayed. Uh, yeah, so. Jeez, really delayed, wow. Well, I kind of wanted to talk to you about the opioid crisis, if that's not too much to ask. 
No, no, not at all. The opioid crisis is, is one I'm interested in. And folks, we've got a call. We've got a call right now. So if you're trying to dial, hang up. Oh well, it's uh, yeah. The opioid crisis is very important to me because uh, I used to be a heroin addict, right? And it all started when I was driving in my car, and suddenly this 18-wheeler T-boned me, and I was injured, very seriously injured. I had to have my my knee replaced, and uh, it was a very painful, horrible experience. And you know, because of where I live, the laws they make it so that you can't give too much uh, painkillers to someone. It, it's it's capped at a pretty low uh, amount of you know painkillers in comparison to other states, and it was very difficult. And what happened was after they let me out of the hospital, is I had to. Um, I, I purchased morphine off of the uh, the dream market and heroin, and uh, I, I, it went to the point in which I was in real life, you know, going to heroin shacks, if you would, and I, I was homeless for a while. It was a very dark period in my time, my life, because of how addicted I was to the opioids and uh, the pain and all that. Uh, to this day, I have a Vicodin prescription, legitimate Vicodin prescription, because of my my horrible knee pains and troubles with that. But, uh, you know, I, what, is, what is your opinion on the whole thing? Well, it, I mean, I don't, it sounds to me like you're, uh, like you uh, still have a drug problem, my friend, if you're still on, uh, you know, Vicodin and whatnot. I'm not, what's your opinion on the whole drug crisis? You, you led with a story, but you don't really seem to have a point. Oh, well, I was mainly just saying how horrible opioids are, and, uh, I mean, I think really we should try to find a more, uh, how would you say it, a holistic approach to, um, not necessarily holistic, sorry, maybe uh, using marijuana, you know, medical marijuana rather than opioids, being that it isn't addictive. I think really my problem is I'm not in pain much anymore. Obviously, I'm just addicted. I mean, it was what, four or five months ago since the incident of the, uh, you know, the heroin and all that. And uh, I was just kind of, you know, wanted to call in and ask what your opinion on using marijuana as a painkiller. I mean, intense, intense, huge, copious amounts of marijuana to cope with pain, you know, well, it, lots I, and lots of weed. Well, it's still a, uh, it's still a, it's still a drug and, uh, you know, I'm I'm from I'm from Colorado initially, which which is where uh, pot is legalized. I don't know, man. I think it's up to the individ, up to the individual. Um, I know some people who have smoked marijuana and then uh, ended up going on to harder drugs because of that. And then I know people who have gotten off hardcore drugs and gone back to smoking mar marijuana. So, you know it. It's all, it is what it is, so, but anyway, thanks for your call. Oh, okay, good. Oh. And that's how, that's how, that's how we do calls, so. Uh, let's see, yeah. Stuff. Now look, in, in regards to the whole marijuana crisis, or the whole, you know, did illegalize it. And if any of you guys have uh, seen what's going on in Colorado, traffic is really bad there now. There are all sorts of junkies there, from what my friends tell me. The drug problem has gotten worse, and... Uh, now they want to now they want to legalize mushrooms in Colorado. That's what one of my friends told me the other night. Yeah, they want to legalize <laughs> mushrooms. So it's bad enough that people always drive well uh well stoned in Colorado, but now with mushrooms it's going to get even worse. Yeah, I I know I know I have some I have several missed calls. Yeah. It's illegal in <laughs> it's illegal in Canada, but it feels like almost almost nothing has changed. 
Well, no, well, nothing ever changes in Canada, canonymous. So, uh, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Okay. Oh, terrific! More, more phone calls. Hello. Hey, Sam. How are you doing? Hey there. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I have a quick question on uh, the government shutdown. Uh, what do you think about that? I think, uh, as I said earlier in the program, I think Trump needs to keep the government shut down until uh, we at least get some headway on the wall. I mean, let me ask you this. How has your life changed because of the shutdown? Um, well, my life hasn't changed very much. I mean, recently I found a, uh, a person on Twitch that's entertained me. His name is Big underscore Chun. Uh, you guys should go follow him. Um, but anyways, the, um, the, the government shutdown hasn't affected me too much. Um, it's mainly my parents who they've affected because my dad, um, you know, I don't really want to get too much. Okay. Well, you know, if people are just going to be promoting channels and whatnot, then then that's not a... We don't want to do that, so... Did we, uh... Did we lose the stream there? I think we might have. Are we back, or... I know, I know, uh, yeah. Oh, so we're, so we're still live, but, uh, yeah. YouTube's already trying to give me the boot. Okay, yeah, hang on. First off, let me see who this caller is. Hello, caller. Hello? Hey there. Hello? Hey there. Hello? And he, he couldn't fix his phone line, so that's an obvious hang up there. Uh, you guys gotta come prepped. So, this, no, this was a good, the first call was a little weird. Okay. Let's give this guy one more chance. Hi, you're on air. Hello. From the river to the sea, Palestine will surely be... Okay. Yeah. Obviously, these are all print, print calls, so just, just as I thought. But, uh, yeah, this is, this is hilarious. It really is. I, uh, I miss this. Okay. Didn't, has anyone super chatted me yet? I think it's, uh, I think it may be time, folks, to, uh, shut the phone line down for the night. So, yeah, and, yeah, that's, that's true, Ken. I, I did, I did, uh, post this to RITC. Uh, Palestine? Hmm. Yeah. I, I did. Th this is, this is fun. 13 viewers and 10 likes. So, yeah, just, just roll with the troll. Yeah, that's, that's what, that's what I've, that's what I've been doing. paypal.me forward slash Whitfield pod if you feel like uh, contributing I won't ban you from the uh, from the chats or mute you from paypal so this just ends Sam thinks Palestine is meh oh first foul ball we have we have a foul ball ladies and gentlemen one dislike yeah Ooh, and one and one last listener too.
Foul ball. I need a, I need, I need to get the soundboard updated. I, I really, I, I really do. I only, I only have, I only have one soundboard, uh, sound effect connected to the soundboard right now. So. Alright. Is, uh, is the Dusty Boogan alive yet? Oh, good God, what was that? That was like, that was a weird British, uh, Lithuanian accent. Oh, great, more, more trolls. Unknown caller. Hello, caller. You're on there. Looking to move some things around the farm and uh, kind of low on funds to see if you got any deals this week. <laughs> oh, is 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 this our is this our friend based by any chance? Uh, 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 can we just call him up? Call me for her tonight. Uh, thank you. Uh, Oh, Al, oh, Alex. Oh, God damn it. Oh, oh Alex. Oh, Alex Jones. It's it's you. Are you selling? Uh, are you selling? Oh no, I don't, oh no, no, not not Alex Jones. Uh, see, uh, I have this business where I hunt bad people on the side, and uh, you know, I got this thing, you know, where I got to, you know, got to keep the kids fed, and you know, I want to keep food in their mouth and stuff. And, So, so you're John Wick then, basically. Hey, I'm back. Uh, sorry. Uh, well, okay. Uh, so you don't sell trackers? <laughs> no, 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 dude. This isn't you. You. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you a fucking pedo? <laughs> Uh no 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 are 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 you sir? I'm gonna get you, Pedo. I get all the Pedos. I always take out all the Pedos. I'm telling you, I'm gonna get you, Pedo. Uh, sir, you... I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. The FBI, the FBI, is gonna get you. Yeah, well, I'm well, I'm al I'm already a member of the uh, I'm already a member of the female body inspector unit, so yeah, I I'm not sure what FBI he's referring to, but uh, yeah, the the FBI, the female and body inspectors, they're great, they're absolutely great. By the way, whoever called in as uh, base Texan, props to you, sir, whoever you are, that is uh, outstanding. Bed. Yeah, Cannon. Well, I, I am, I am dressed kind of fed it, fed like. So let's see. Sam, you, you pimp. First of all, first of all, I, I thought that said Sam, you gimp. But uh, uh, oh, is night is Nightwave is Nightwave live yet? I think they might be. Uh Anyway, folks, uh, what a show. Huh? What a show. I think this was, uh, good for our first, uh, call-in here tonight. So, let's see. Base child, base child smacker. Okay. We only have four watching, so, uh, let's see. Good test. Alright, folks, so, uh, it's 10.03, and, uh, people are starting to wind things down, so I want to thank all of you for, uh, watching, and, uh, if you haven't already, hit that big red subscribe button, uh, to get notifications of when I'm live and whatnot in your YouTube feed, although, the, uh, 
I think the, uh, the notifications, they don't work for anyone anymore. I missed Nightwave last night because, uh, I didn't get a notification even though I have the little, uh, bell. So, anyway, uh, thanks to all of you who joined in, uh, to the show. Thanks to those of you who called last night as well, or tonight, I should say. And, uh, folks, I'll be back tomorrow on this channel for a new episode of the American Watchmen Roundtable with, uh, Josh and, uh, Gabe and Adam, so be sure to tune in for that as well. Um, anyway, and if you want to subscribe to the podcast, please do so as well. I'll be uploading that tonight, as always. And, folks, from all of us here at, uh, NGC1... Good night, God bless, and God save this great nation. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in to the show. Hey there folks, if you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show you can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page if you can support the podcast I really really appreciate that Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated, even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast. I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next episode.